which is the whole point of the the CAG of the CAG foreplay podcast. CAG foreplay podcast. The whole point of the CAG cast. I have no idea what the point of that <laughs> one is. It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. CAG foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Gamer Foreplay, episode number 47. It's June 30th, 2008. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am your other host, Shipwreck, here from beautiful Ohio. It is really nice today. It's kind of fall-ish. But in a summer kind of way. <laughs> I think we're going to get thunderstorms, which means background noise. Excellent. Woohoo! That'll be fun for me to edit out later. Each thunderclap and... Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. The kid playing tennis on the side of his house across the street. Yeah. I'll get that out in, okay, in post. Okay, good. Post-production. Yeah. Got it. Shorthand. Um, so our last episode uh, was brought down by one game and one game only. What's that? Frogger? No. Oh. That was our last, last episode. The oh. episode that wasn't. The episode that could have been oh, last well, well, week. Well, we're, we're covering that all this week. This is going to be a super long mega show covering two weeks worth of games. Right, but part of the reason why we didn't have a show out last week was that I got a raise at work. Very true. And we went out to eat and celebrated on the night that we were supposed to record. And also because I didn't do all the previews I was supposed to do because I got down to the last couple of previews and the games all sucked and I gave up. <laughs> yes, yeah, so... One game in particular. Naruto. Yes, Naruto brought down the show. Yeah, not that it sucks, but neither one of us liked to preview it. No, I'm sure it's a good game. It's just, you know, it's working out so well to have somebody just do the PC games, and I really think we need to find somebody to do all the Naruto games, because they're every week. Every week. The Naruto Dragon Ball Z yeah. correspondent. I mean, yeah, and they might know, because they'll know all the backstory. You know, it's like a soap opera. I mean, you can't keep everything straight, and is this the second game or the 18th, and how does it relate to the last one we did? They pretty much are all the same game anyways. You just fight a lot. Well. We'll get okay. to that later, though. Okay. Um, Garumin was released as a downloadable on the PlayStation Network in the time when we weren't Yeah, when we were not here. Podcasting. So you can, you can play that on your PSP now. Yeah, I really liked it. I have it for the PSP. I didn't beat it yet. I got sidetracked by, I think it was right around the time we moved. That's probably about right, but I know you really enjoyed that one. I really did. And the problem is you mostly always have the PSP with you. That's so why we need to get you that uh, God of War red one. Is it skinny and smaller? Yeah, it's, it's the smaller okay, one. Because that's a problem for me, too. My hands are so small that the I, I literally get cramps playing. Even my DS is big for my hands. Yeah, neither neither uh, portable is all that form-fitting. Ergonomic? Yes. Yeah. But also on the PlayStation Network for the PSP. Uh, Medieval Resurrection came out. Another fun game. Yeah, I have that one for the PSP, um, which is a port of the PlayStation 1 game, uh, which is odd because you can buy the PlayStation 1 game on PSN for $6. Okay. And that's you can play on both the PS3 and the PSP, but the remake you can only play on the PSP, and it's $15. Why would anyone not want to buy the one that you could play on both for $6? I, I don't know. 
that that doesn't make any sense to me. So it's it's an odd decision for them to put that out. But uh, it, it's a fun little platforming action game. Works all right on the PSP. Not not the greatest. We oh Justin McElroy you talked to on McElroy 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 yes it, it looks like it's spelled McElroy but it's McElroy. Well, I feel really bad now. I mean, I, I, it's really early in the show for me to be butchering people's names. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like who's I'm sure he gets that a lot. Tag name is it that I always screw up? You always screw up a leader once. Yes. Or seventeen. I don't remember the number yeah. now. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay, so he was nice enough to write about us on the Joystick Podcast Rodeo, which is fun. Each week they highlight different pod video game podcasts, and ours was on there recently, and they were talking about our Frogger argument. Yeah, which a lot of people uh, talked about in the thread last week. Yes. There were a lot both, of comments on There were a lot that. of support for both sides. Mainly mine. And I wasn't, I mean, I guess I didn't make it clear that arguing with you, I wasn't saying that it was, uh, that Frogger, what was this, three, was a good game. Frogger two. The third right. Frogger two. I was just saying that. It was a bad game for the fra- same reasons why you would probably think Frogger Original was a bad game if you were playing it now. Well, I went back and played some of Frogger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one on, as far as the original we're talking about, we're talking about Frogger on the PlayStation 1, not right. the true original no, Frogger. Obvi- no. Yeah. Uh, it's still fun. What makes, so, it, so what I makes win. it fun and the second Frogger not fun when the gameplay is pretty much the same? I think it comes down to the original Frogger on the PlayStation 1 is a bit challenging. Okay. Where the one that was on Xbox Live Arcade... Which you died playing the demo. Well... Uh-huh. That was because I was just bored out of my mind. <laughs> oh, okay. There, there was no challenge to the one that was on Xbox Live Arcade. Well, see, that's a reason. That's the reason why I was looking for. And you oh. couldn't ever say why... I just that couldn't pinpoint sucked. it last time, but I knew it sucked. But that's not an argument. I, I, I won that argument. It, I never argued that it didn't <laughs> suck. I was not... It, the suckiness of the game was not in contention. Your reasons for it, which you had none, were. But fair enough, you win. Yes. That's okay. Awesome. Some people had some comments about Frogger, but I don't... I, I don't mind the Frogger franchise. They've done some pretty silly things with it throughout the... The years. Yeah, when they started making him into a... Like a, a, a platformer character? Yeah, a human-type frog. Yeah, that doesn't work. Shinakum A21 said, Mrs. Shipwreck, does Shipwreck have Frogger Boxers or Frogger Tidy Whities? No. Neither Frogger. You have Zelda Lounge Pants, Super Mario Lounge Pants, and... Do you have video game themed boxers? Yes, I do. I do. Zelda? <laughs> no. Donkey uh, Kong. What are no. they? I've I've got Pac-Man boxers. Huh. Yeah. I didn't remember those. Yeah, they got they got Pac-Man on one side and a ghost on the other side. They're classy. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they're very nice. Yeah, yeah. The chicks dig them. I like the lounge pants. The Zelda lounge pants are fun. I think I got those at Kohl's. Uh, okay. We also got some posts from... Oh, this was from Agnola's Jr.? Jr.? He was just saying that I should, uh, replay PlayStation 1, which we already talked about I completely agree with Mr. Ship's view on Frogger 2. The gameplay was acceptable 10 years ago, but video games have evolved. Mr. Ship needs to play Frogger for the PS1 for next week's show and tell us how much he enjoys it. If he does, then he'll win the argument. Congratulations. 
Timey said, hey, ships, or anyone, did we ever get any confirmation on the situation with achievements for Player 2 in LEGO Star Wars, the complete saga? I read somewhere that both players are eligible for, for all achievements except story achievements, i.e. the ones you get for finishing each film. That doesn't seem like too big a deal, as you can usually get through a level pretty quick if you aren't focused on maxing out studs, etc. Yeah, you didn't get any of those for... That's what we came across in LEGO Indiana Jones this week. We were praising it all the way through... We get to the end. We're getting all the, the yay! Uh, you finished it. Yay! You got all the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've unlocked 100 percent of the stuff. Your achievements keep popping up. I get nothing. Yeah. That was that was disheartening. That and it that was, was like we turned it off. 400 points worth of achievements or something. It was quite a few, but yeah, that was. Oh, that so was in order to get all those stuff. achievements, I would have to go back and 100 percent all the game again. Yeah. Which. Means playing through the game twice because well, you can't do everything in one it. time through. Oh no, hundred percent! You have to get all. You have to post all the parcels. You have to. Oh, collect. you didn't get the posting the parcels. No. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I said I'm willing to to do that. Oh, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. Well, I. That would be four times through that game. That might be a little bit much. You've got a lot more achievement points than I do, so you should. Just move on. Okay. Uh, down with the ship. So, what have we been playing in the past two weeks? We've been playing a lot. Yes, we uh, started playing Zack and Wiki again. Yeah, we did. We popped it back out because we didn't get very far, and then we moved, and then we kind of forgot about it. I like that game. It's a good game. Yeah, uh, I always do the wrong thing. Yeah, it, it's got that a little bit to it, to where you kind of kind of experiment and lose, or and then go get back. points deducted, and then go back and do it the perfect way. Yeah, but it's it's a fun game. It's one of the best Wii games out there. It's only twenty dollars now too, so. Mm. If everybody doesn't own it, they should definitely pick it up. Not great for playing late at night, though. It kind of it's, lulls you to sleep. It does. It's too. It's so simple and yeah, it does. It puts me to sleep. Uh, Batman: Rise of Sinzu. For the original Xbox. Yeah, and this game is a good game. It's a good two-player. I guess you wouldn't call it a shmup. It's kind of a. It's a beat 'em up. Yeah. Yeah, it's another kind of up. It's. I mean, it's a good game. It's. Reminds me a lot of the, uh, wasn't there a Turtles game where you had to save all the, uh, well, you got the innocence or whatever? Uh, a lot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games were beat em up style. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if there's one specifically where you're there's saving hostages. There's another game where you had to save hostages all the time. Uh, you had to do that in Hunter the Reckoning. Oh, and then we got killed by the giant teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of probably. It could be, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was surprisingly competent. I mean, the whole reason we started playing it was because we wanted to play something, but we didn't feel like playing anything that we had been playing. Right. So I sent you down to the basement. And... <laughs> the depths of the basement to yeah. go through the piles of games. And I pulled out, I mean, very few player games are two-player co-op. You'd be surprised at how few there are. And I wasn't in the mood for a co-op first-person shooter because we have a couple of those. Yeah, we got a quite a few of those. Um, so we picked that one up, and well, first we picked up. What was the first game that we played that was two player? That oh, uh, we played a Lord of the Rings, the Third Age, or not the Third Age, uh, Return yeah. of the King, Return of the yeah. King. Yeah, and that was not good because I don't remember why it wasn't good. Oh, it was so far away. Like the camera angles were really bad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay, but I was it, bored. It yeah, was you were bored. Boring. So then we got out Batman, and that was good. Yeah. I'm not bored at all with it. It's fun. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that long of a game either. No, I mean, it's not anything spectacular. 
it's, it's based solid. it's based off like the Fox cartoon art style. So uh, it's one of the better Batman licensed games I've played. I agree. Uh, we've been wait Daxter. I haven't been playing Daxter. Have you? No, I still have on the PSP. Yeah, I've been playing it for about four weeks now. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Th- th- thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you switch what you're playing a lot, right? Can't expect me. To keep I've been soldiering through on this one. Uh, I still, I'm still not loving it, but uh, I'm still playing it. We Do can you think you'll get bored one. before the end? Oh no, I, I'm I'm it? determined to finish. I'm about seventy five percent complete now, so I've reached the point of no return. Played a little bit of Lost Cities, which was that archaeology card game on Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, it's uh, still okay. Just a couple. It's a late night, put you to sleep again kind of game. Right. And I've been playing the crap out of Ticket to Ride. Yeah, that one came out last week. I've got all Live my Arcade. achievements except for the winning 25 on Xbox Live and winning or playing 50 games. Yeah, that, that one's a lot of fun. It's another one of the board games that they brought over to Xbox Live. And... It's somewhat like Carcassonne, I guess, is how you describe Different it. Different enough to be... Why don't you explain it? You've played it so much, you can probably have a good explanation of it here. <laughs> so, it's a map of the United States with some potential train routes. And you draw route cards to try and figure out which routes you're going to try and get between the cities. And then you draw colored cards to connect different points on the board. So, you know, let's say you're trying to get from L.A. to Miami, which is notoriously long train route. Yes, There's a whole Miami's bunch tough. of different colors that connect, you know, different cities that you might cross along the way, and then you draw cards until you get enough colors to use your trains to connect those cities. I mean, that's really simplified. But it's good. I mean, so it's got the card game aspect of it but it's really a lot of fun yeah it's real simple to pick up and play and then you start to get the strategy behind it there's a lot of uh screwing over the other person yes when you're playing yes. uh trying to block their train routes if you think you know where they're going well and i've played a bunch of xbox live arcade games and sometimes you'll get into a game where that's all anybody is doing and then other times you'll get into a game where people are just kind of focused on what they're doing and aren't really purposely trying to screw someone over yeah and the nice thing about this one is, unlike Lost Cities, you can play it uh, locally co-op with right. at least two people we know. I think you can play it with up to five right. um, locally. But it takes on a little bit different game then because you can really cheat and see where the people are trying to connect what right. cities. Right. Otherwise, you don't know really where someone else is going. Right. You just have to kind of look at the board and, and kind of guess based on where the trains are. But uh we played a lot of uh, two-player local, and then we played some online. We played with uh, Cheapy and Wombat and uh, Rock Solid Audio of 1UP fame, former mm-hmm. CAG 4 player. And, oh yeah, I guess that was the five of us. But I kept getting kicked out because you have the Xbox 360 hooked through the time capsule, and every time the time capsule kicked on, Mrs. Shipwreck went bye-bye. Yeah, it would kick you off. We figured that so out now, that though. was pretty annoying, but... Um, Shouldn't happen anymore. We figured, yeah, we figured out a, what the problem was. It was a good game. Yeah, I, I would suggest it for $10. Oh, gosh, yeah. I've played way more than $10. <laughs> the only bad thing with five people playing online is it takes a while to get through a game. It does. It's like an hour a game. Yeah. If you play just you and the computer, it takes like 20, well, not even, like probably 10 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty quick, just one player. But five players, it's a substantial investment. It's hard for me to win on Xbox Live, too. I played like eight games online and... I've only won once, but all the rest of them I got second, which was in 
hugely frustrating, but... Eh, you only have 24 more wins to go, right? Yeah, that'll mean I'll have to play 2400. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've also been playing... Well, you've been playing Ninja Gaiden 2, getting mad at it. Yep. Uh, the more I play it, the more I, I like it less. <laughs> yeah, and the more you play it, it seems like the more you go... Man, it's not as good as Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> no, it's really it's nowhere near as good as the first one it's now. It's polished. No, there's there's so many things it's just it's hard for being hard sake instead of you trying to figure out the best way to do something or skillfully do something. It's just you fighting with the camera or the environment while people wail on you with rocket launchers or semi automatic weapons. Yeah. Yeah, that gets frustrating. And then you get to the bosses that really uh there's no rhyme or reason to how you attack them. Some of the bosses, you can't, like, I'm on a boss right now. I know it's supposed to be easy, but I I get killed by a boss a few times, and then I just have to put it down. Like, I'm in this level where there's just this, like, train-like boss that just keeps on running you over back and forth. And there's yeah. little hallways you can get outside of, and you're supposed to, like, charge up an attack or something and hit them They're with. All, all the, the last boss you got stuck on was, like, that giant worm-like boss that comes out of the ground. Yeah, it's, They're all it's, very similar. The thing is, I get stuck on the bosses that aren't like the normal enemies. Yeah. Like, if it's something where I'm just having to parry the attacks and yeah. counterattack, You're fine. I'm fine on that, which I like that. That's how the first game worked for the most, most part. This game, it, it's just unfair in a lot of instances. And there's a part where, right before that, where there's all these guys with rocket launchers. And they're on the other side of this lake. Mm-hmm. And you have to run across this lake while they're shooting rockets at you, while these searchlights are hitting you. And you can take out the searchlights, but they come back. Right. So there's no real point to taking out the searchlights. So you have this one little area you can get up on the little shacks that these enemies are on. But when you're running across the water, it's you're tapping A continuously, which is mm-hmm. the same as the jump button. So you'll get up to the stairs, right. and there's a rocket launcher guy at the stairs. Right. So you get up to the stairs... And you're still hitting A. So then when you get to the stairs, you jump. And half the time, you'll jump off the side of the stairs so you're back in the water swimming while people are shooting rocket launchers at you. Then once you finally get up the stairs, miraculously enough, the guy hits you with a rocket launcher and knocks you back into the water. (laughs) So eventually, you just have to use either magic or throw an explosive at him to get him out of the way. But it's just really frustrating. My my opinion of the game is rapidly decreasing. (laughs) Well, good to know. It's good to know, because you really thought very highly of the first game. Uh, shopping. We have done a little bit of shopping. Um, yeah, I picked up The Darkness at Micro Center. It's a lot of Midwest shopping in this section. Uh, I picked up yeah. The Darkness for the 360. It was uh, $10 on sale at Micro Center, plus there was a coupon for $10 off a $10 game. So it was free. So it was free, so I couldn't pass that up. Right. Uh, I also picked up some games at Meyer this week. Right. They had Knights uh, for the Wii. For $3. For $3. Which you bought and got a $3 off any $30. Yeah, any $30 purchase. purchase coupon with it. Which then you went back when Hellboy, no, when Metal Gear Solid 4 was on sale for they $40. For, they had it for $40 with a $5 off coupon in their ad. And then you had, then had a $3, $3 coupon. So I got it for like $33 for Metal Gear Solid 4. Right. And then while I was there, I noticed the Hellboy for the 360 was tagged at $30, which that just came out last week. Well, we can talk about it either now or a little bit later, depending on what you want to do here. 
I don't know. My opinion is it sucked. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it here then. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it was thirty dollars. Not. It, I'm sure. Did you like it as a single player game? First off, it's not. It's not very interesting. It's not terrible, but it's not. It's well, really boring. And that's if you're Hellboy. Yes. If you're Hellboy, you have that big like glove arm thing that's the it, source of your power, meaning yes. you can break through doors and you can pick heavy things up. If you're player number two, you're either the girl or the amphibian creature, which I, of course, was the girl, who can do nothing. She can't open doors. She can't, and the camera just follows you all the time. No, so. well, it, it's split screen. Oh, that's right. It's split it's, screen, it, it's horizontally. Yes, and it was like... It, it gets to where you can't really see the details in the level or no, what you're, you're supposed so to be doing. far away. It was awful. And what you're supposed to be doing generally is hitting X. Right. Because it's a brawler. And occasionally why, if yeah. you want a super attack. Yeah, it, it's... Not uh, a good... No, I was... It was giving me a headache, and I was... Yeah, so we, we gave up on playing it co-op, and I played it for about an hour in single player. Is it time to trade it in, or are you going to try to No, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish it and then okay. uh, trade it in and get my money back. But it came with a free ticket to the movie as well. So, so that was worth $30. Yeah, 25 after the $5 coupon. Right. And the... Well, then you got another $3 off coupon, but anyway. Um, let's see. Well, that's pretty much everything. But while we were at Meyer at midnight buying Metal Gear Solid, uh, some people were buying Aerosmith. I couldn't believe that. Five people, you said, bought Aerosmith in the time you were buying Metal Gear? Yeah, five people. Four people bought the one with the guitar. One person bought it just standalone, just the game. All for the 360. But this is, it came out that day at midnight. Right. I mean, it was, like, at release. Yeah, and it, if you're not familiar with where the Meyer is, it's it's like a super Walmart or a... Less uh, super. Yeah, but less super. Uh, <laughs> it just seems less or, big. Or, like, one of the Targets that have a lot of groceries in yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, it's just as big as Walmart. It just... It, it's kind of odd. Meyer's are kind of odd at stores. Low. It, it's kind of like a Kroger if it were combined with super Walmart. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I was surprised that there was that many people... That anxious and picking up Guitar Hero Aerosmith. I, I did not expect that at all. Um, but I guess that Guitar Hero name still sells really well. And I guess the Aerosmith demographic is perfect. I mean, I expect this game to sell like crazy now. Yeah, the Aerosmith demographic is pretty much the main age of gamers these days. So, Well, it, it just depends on what kind of Aerosmith you're into, I guess. Yeah, but they've been, uh, I mean, they've been releasing hits for... For decades now, so... True, I mean, I, I, it makes that sense... That pretty as, much covers all gamers. Yeah, it makes sense that that's the band they went Whether for Whether you're first. the uh, Spider-Man theme slash Armageddon theme sort of Aerosmith, <laughs> or the Dream On Aerosmith, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, alright. Yeah, it was just interesting to see that many people there picking up Guitar Hero. Um, okay, so contests, because we got contests to give away from the last episode, and we haven't even started talking about the games yet. Uh, last episode, we were giving away Patapon, courtesy of Rob Just, and it was the, the contest was to name your favorite video game sound effect. That wasn't Super Mario Brothers. Or Zelda. Or Zelda. We got a lot of Super Mario Brothers and Zelda. And the winner was Gillespie, who said Pikmin, the sound that they make when you pluck them, when you call them back to you, and the sound when they die are all classic and instantly recognizable, which I have not played this game, and I need to go downstairs and get it and start playing it, because it was a game that I keep meaning to, to pop in and play. 
I've never played it either, but yeah, I mean, uh, I know they're great games. We just don't know what that sound is. It's not instantly recognizable to us. Not to me, but they, Gillespie nonetheless wins the prize. Yes. So PM me your info. This week it's Professor Layton, also courtesy of Robitus. Yes. And the contest is give us a riddle. What is your favorite riddle? Just, uh, write whatever riddle you can think of. And then put in the spoiler tag the answer. To what the made riddle. you think of that? That's a good one. Uh, Wombat came up with that one too. Both of us came up with the same contest. That's a good one. So, uh, well, I mean, it makes sense with Professor Layton. So, whether... see, I thought it was going to be Goldeneye that made you think of that because we watched Goldeneye at dinner time. Oh, because they had the the his, passwords. His yeah. Password was a riddle. Yeah, it was the letter right in front of you and open large doors. No, that's not the one I was thinking of. The one uh, I was thinking of is the one in the end where you sit on it, but you can't, you can't take, take it, it with you. you. Oh, okay. Either either one is <laughs> is acceptable. I guess that's a, a contest entry right there if you wanted to do that one. But, uh, yeah, we'll have a thread out there for that. Okay, perfect. Um, that is, again, for Professor Layton, courtesy of Rob Jess. So moving on to the new releases and the uh, somewhat new releases. Yeah, the previous week's releases. Okay. We got a lot, starting with multi-platform. The big game from Atari, Alone in the Dark, came out last week. Um, Didn't get all that great of reviews. I was kind of looking forward to this game to begin with. Um, I still want to play it, but I want to play it as a a budget title, (laughs) as a $20 title, not as a $60 game. Okay, fair enough. Um, Alone in the Dark was one of the first series that started... The horror genre. Okay. Uh, way back on, uh, I don't even know what before the first Silent game. Hill way and... back before Silent Hill okay. and Resident Evil, uh, there was ones on the PlayStation. There was ones on the Saturn. Uh, there was ones on some computer system back way back in the day. Okay. Uh, probably like the Amiga or something like that. Okay. Um, but this one combines all kinds of good ideas and doesn't flesh them out. It's like they were just had all these people in a room and said, "What if we did this? That's cool. What if we did this? That'd be cool." And then they put it all together and then they shipped it out. <laughs> so you have you have like these it all takes place in New York City and most of the game takes place in Central Park. Okay. Um you have third person adventure type of stuff going on. Okay. Where it almost has like a Prince of Persia style platforming, which I find really cool. If they did the whole game like that with horror elements, but the whole great game, game. That would yeah. have been awesome. The whole game's not like that, I'm guessing. No. You constantly have to be switching between third person and first person. And the first person, it can devolve into just like a first person shooter where you're shooting at like demon creatures or whatever. Okay. Um, but there's certain things you can only do in first person and certain things you can only do in third person. So you have to switch back and forth between the two. And then there's car driving parts. And a whole bunch of like little quick time Car events. Car driving in the horror horror game. Yeah, you there's like zombies. The the video that's out there on the internet. There's like zombies attacking you, mm-hmm. and you have to like hot wire a car. And if you mess up or can't do it quick enough, the zombies like pull you out of the car. And then you have to fight the zombies and then try to get back in the car. Uh, and you have to make like escape routes while the kind of sounds like environments exploding and stuff. A whole bunch of people with ADD got together and planned out this game. Yeah, I mean, I think they were just. Really over ambitious, and it just didn't turn out the way it could have. Um, 
But I'm still I still want to play it. But like I said, twenty bucks is my uh, limit for it. Twenty, really? Yeah, I think that's good enough for a twenty dollar game. For a game that came out at sixty. Yeah, okay. but you don't you don't think that's a good? Pre- or you think that's too high or too low for me to pay? Probably too low. I'm just surprised. I mean. I, I guess it's just a third of the re- manufacturer retail price. It'll be a little bit lo- while it'll be a while before it hits that, don't you think? Uh, I think it'll see a fairly significant drop to forty pretty quick. Um, although it did sell very well in Europe, but the Alone in the Dark franchise has, I think, always been predominantly bigger in Europe to begin with, and Atari is stationed in Europe, right? So they probably had a bigger push over there. Well, if you Want to buy the game? Are these deals still good if you go to EB GameStop? Yeah, the, get uh, the 360 version for fifty dollars. Right. And all the versions come with a free T-shirt and soundtrack. Yeah, that should be online. I think you should just still get those. I don't think they'll have those if you go to the store. GoGamer.com is offering the 360 and Wii versions for around forty-one dollars shipped, and the PS2 version for around thirty-three dollars shipped as part of their forty-eight hour madness sale. Yeah, which that. If you listen to this podcast early, you can probably still get in on that. Otherwise, that 48 hours will be up. Okay. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company came out last week. Yes, for the this 360 like the and the PS3. Army game with the kind of ex-con sort oh, of. Oh, yeah. It's got kind of that vibe yeah. to it where you're the, the single player, which this one has actually a campaign this time. The, the last uh, Battlefield games, they're usually just online multiplayer games. This one has a fully fleshed out storyline. And you are part of a like ragtag bunch of soldiers, like the misfits of the army. Yeah. And it's got kind of a theme uh, similar to uh, uh, Three Kings, the movie with George Clooney, where they were going out after gold. I never saw it. Oh, okay. I figured you would have. You're a big George Clooney fan. I know. I don't know why. How did you see it and I didn't? That is George Like, right. It's George Clooney I and, ha- uh, I haven't seen and Marky it. Mark. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And, like, one of the rappers, Ice Cube. Or, yeah, Ice Cube. So this game features those three guys. Okay. <laughs> okay, so who plays the George Clooney character? Uh, I would I would guess that would be your character, I guess. What do you There's mean, my character? The, uh, the character that you were playing as. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Not me. No, no. Not me as in Mrs. Shipwright. No, not I mean you as in the game the game centered here. around. Yes. This, okay. There's I'm actually so four confused. four people in uh, your squad in the game. And it's got kind of like a sarcastic, uh, witty commentary throughout. Um, it's got the typical Battlefield type stuff where there's a lot of vehicle interactions. And they've put a lot of emphasis into uh, environment destruction this time. So you can blow down walls and expose people behind cover, um, which works okay. It's pretty nice. The whole game, it kind of reminds you of Call of Duty 4 in that you wonder why you're just not playing Call of Duty 4. It's got the same kind of like level up system where you're gaining experience points online and everything. Yeah, but there's got to be something about the game that... The, the main difference... you want to play it instead it, it of doesn't ha- It doesn't have a cover system like Call of Duty does, which is... Actually, odd to me in these type of games now. I'm just so used to being able to duck behind right. something. Is the humor enough to make you want to play it? I find it kind of grating. I mean, I don't find Call of Duty for humorous. No, it's not in the least. Right. It's it's yeah, uh, totally different tone to the games. Exactly. Um, 
Matt the Big. Well, I mean, it, it all depends on, too, if you want vehicles in your multiplayer. Okay. Because uh, this is the typical really big map, all kinds of different vehicles. Shipwreck runs around and tries to get in the vehicle and then gets shot by a rocket launcher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with those games. Which really upset me this time, because I was playing the, the uh, demo of it online. You got killed on the demo? Yeah, well, I was I was being good. Guy gets in a tank. I, I, uh, I There's two tanks fighting. One guy gets blown up, so I, I get uh, the other guy gets out of the tank. He mm-hmm. was on my team. So I get into that tank because the gold or whatever we're trying... Are you trying... against real people? Yeah, real people. Okay. Real people. The gold we're trying to get is on the other side of this just like chain link fence. Okay. And so I get in the tank. I'm like, oh, it's destructible. I'll just blow up this fence. It's chain link and just go straight to it. Yeah. I shoot the chain link. Nothing happens. So I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden... I can't get through this chain link fence, so I'm just like butting up against it, and then somebody kills me with. Blow up the chain link fence. No, the chain link fence was apparently non-destructible, which is uh, it's kind of frustrating in a game like that because when you see so much stuff that is destructible and you're not familiar with the environment, you don't know what is and what isn't. So then I got blown up by the rocket launcher. It was a good time. Then I turned it off and went, I don't need this. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Fry's is offering Battlefield Bad Company for $53, so that's your best bet for purchasing the game. Next, we've already briefly talked about Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Uh, the gameplay, you were asking me about the gameplay, and if it, is it different at all than uh, Guitar Hero 3? And no, the gameplay is, itself is the same. It's pretty much the same. It's got boss battles and everything? Uh, yeah. Well, it's the same as Guitar Hero 3, okay. so I assume. so. Um, Boss battles are bad. But, yeah, you want to play it, don't you? Yeah. Or I want them to release Aerosmith songs for Rock Band. I don't think they are. I think think Activision tied them up here. Yeah. Yeah, that's the exclusives. But they did announce today for Rock Band. Rock Band 2 is coming out. Uses all the downloadable content from from Rock Band 1. That's brilliant. Everything you've bought. Everything you've bought plays on Rock Band 2. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's a good move. Uh, but <laughs> that bird is driving you crazy, oh isn't it? God. It's going nuts over but there. But it does this. I mean, the, the thing that people won't understand is that it does this all day. No matter what window the cats are in, front of the house, back of the house, I have no idea where the nest is. And sometimes it's a male cardinal and sometimes it's the female. But they just stand right in front of the window looking at the at the cats, screaming at them. Yes. I, I I don't know what to do. It's it's all right. We can, we can go back to talking about Guitar Hero. <gasps> it's distracting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Uh, I looked. You and I looked at the playlist together, and you are saying that you thought there was a lot of stuff that wasn't included, and you were kind of disappointed. But the songs that are not included, if you if you go back and listen to things, they're not songs with particularly strong guitar that would be fun to play. I don't think it matters. I think I just like playing songs that I know. Like, they could throw any kind of notes up there, and as long as it's, it well, feels like I'm kind of doing I mean, something. Janie's Got a Gun's not on there, and Amazing's not on there, and Crying isn't on there, which are three of my favorite Aerosmith songs. But when I go back and listen to them, the guitar is pretty standard 80s guitar, and there's nothing in those songs. Janie's Got a Gun actually does there, have there some parts It would be a 90s guitar, I think. Whatever. Yeah. Right. But you know what I mean. It's Yeah. There's nothing that's like, wow, this part would be awesome to play. 
So I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be downloadable content, but there's a whole bunch of sites that you can go to to check out the full list of songs. There were too many to list, and there's other bands that you can download or you can. Oh yeah, there's plenty of other bands on there besides Aerosmith. Trick. They all um, run DMC. They all form opening band. Okay, that makes sense. That's how they fit in. Yeah, I think they release this at twenty dollars too expensive. I think it should have been a forty dollar kind of add-on pack. For Guitar Hero 3. Well, what is the PS2 version, 50? The PS2 version is 50, yes. That's a lot of money for a PS2 game, I have to admit. Um, now, the guitar looks cool. Okay, but I don't need any more plastic guitars. No, we have too many. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind having this one and not having one of the ones that we have. <laughs> this one says Aerosmith really big. <laughs> well, that's cool and all, I can, I can we can get a marker. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, fine. Uh, There's a ton of bundles for you if you want the really cool guitar and your husband is actually going to want to buy it, or wife, whatever. Uh, (laughs) The best deal is Best Buy, where you can get a free Aerosmith CD and $10 off any purchase of Microsoft points. The crazy thing is, I I think you're ill-informed if you buy this guitar, though, because... Guitar Hero on tour is coming out this fall with all new guitars with all new features on them, and you're just gonna have this Aerosmith guitar sitting there going, "Huh, I just spent a lot of money on that." It says Aerosmith, but it doesn't play all this cool stuff. Can I just point out that we own a Tony Hawk skateboard because yeah. it said Tony Hawk on it? Well, it's because it was on clearance at uh, at Target too. But this is not. This would not be your first purchase because of the name, would it? No, I mean, no, seriously. no. I'm okay. good. Fair enough. Uh, Hail to the Chimp. Oh, I forgot that we played this game. We played the demo. Yes, on the um, PS3. It's a mini game compilation that is centered around a group of animals, where the lion has resigned from being king of the jungle. Right. And they decide to go the democracy route and have an election. So it's all election-themed, which is obviously time-related to U.S. politics. But it's all these election-themed mini-games where you're trying to get the most votes, which the votes are clams. Because the clams are the most numerous population, and they're the votes that really count. If you can get the clam vote, you can win. That's what that meant? Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense to me now. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get the... I thought you were going after... There were clams, like, in dollars or something. No, they're literally clams. You're trying to win the voters. Okay. Which are the clams. All right. That makes sense. Um, It was fun. I mean, it was was a mini-game compilation, and it's kind of just... It was fusion frenzy with a a humorous front end. It was very humorous. Like, when you turn it on, they make it look like a CNN broadcast, and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of good humor to it. I almost would have rather just... Sat and watched it than actually played the mini. I think we sat and watched it longer than we played. I I agree, uh, but if you like mini game compilations, this one's definitely a, a fun new twist, and it is only forty bucks, which I guess. Again, that might that's probably a twenty dollar buy if anything for us. Which is why I recommended waiting. For yeah, price drop. I think you're safe on that one. Uh, also coming out or can't. Came a out. game came out last came week. Out. It came out, yes. Yes, and we've already talked about it. Yeah, it's Hellboy, Hellboy. The Science of Evil yeah. for the PSP, the PS3, and the 360. It's not a terrible game. It's it's not a good game either. 
No. It's in the middle. Which probably means it's not a $60 game, and it's not a $20 game. Probably a $40 game. Or 30 if you can get it. Yeah, if you can get it for 30 at Meyer right now, that, that might be a, a decent deal for it. Uh, the best deal that's not... I mean, is that... I just assumed that our Meyer price tag was wrong. No, it's Meyer's all over. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it So they rings really up. are selling it at $30? Yeah, for the 360 version, it's $30 there. Okay, well, that is definitely the way to go then. Uh, Top Spin 3 came out last week. Yes, uh, for the DS, the Wii, the 360, and the PS3. The We'll predominantly talk about the PS3 and the 360 versions because those are the same. Okay. Uh, and there was a demo available. Uh, it is a more realistic version of tennis than the past top spins or virtual tennis. Okay. Um, it's got a really convoluted control scheme that it takes a long time to get used to. Like, did, were you watching me play the demo? No. The demo was kind of frustrating because you were you were just doing these little drills where it's a typical type of thing where a section of the court lights up and yeah. it wants you to hit the ball to that section with a certain amount of speed or the certain kind of spin or whatever. There'd be more of a chance of me doing that in real life. Yeah. So you get in you get in position for the ball and you have to unlike the other tennis games where you just hold down the button mm-hmm. and then it, it charges up your shot and then it swings. This one you have to like release the, the button too. Like so you still hold it down to charge up your shot or get your power behind your shot, but then you have to release it at the right time. And then when you miss the ball, which I did quite a bit, okay, <laughs> people clap. Like it's just you versus this machine that's shooting balls at you in your training, and the audience just starts clapping when you miss. For the machine? I don't know. Just mocking me. <laughs> did they screw up the sound? Like were they supposed to insert the sound effect of people like whispering or booing? I would have thought they, they, they would have. The I would have thought they would have had the people clapping when I did it right. As positive reinforcement. Did they start booing when you did it right? No, there wasn't any booing when I did it right. There was like pretty much no noise. I don't think any whatsoever. Like the little chime or something. Well, okay. Let me ask you this: Have you been to a tennis match? Yes. And when somebody misses, do they clap? Uh. Is that a tennis thing? No, I I don't. I've never seen tennis. No, generally, generally it's not. If somebody swings and misses, the audience doesn't clap. I'm just asking. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's all, you know, no, but, the uh, etiquette's all screwy. The the animation is great. It's probably the most realistic, uh, like, swings and follow-throughs and the way the players move around the court. Now, do you play as professional tennis players? Yes. Like real players? Real players, uh, both female and males, and they even have three uh, classic players in there, which I think is, that's kind of cool. They got, I think they have, uh, uh, it's, either, it's either Boris Becker or Bjorn Bork or whatever his name was. Okay. And then Monica Sellis and another girl. Chris That's Everett? A, no. Uh, I, don't I, I just bring that up because Chris Everett married Greg Norman this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for them. I, I was on Sports Center this morning. Good, good for them. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear the shark got a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> the shark gets a new wife. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Wally. The, Wally came out. Oh, you're still talking about Top Spin 3. Sorry. Oh, the Wii version is an upgraded version of Top Spin 2, so it's a different game. Oh. But it has Wii Motion controls. Yeah, but so does Wii Sports, which came with tennis. Which well, I'm I sure. remember being insanely hard. Yeah, I don't I don't know how this one plays out. What about the DS? 
Uh, the DS, I think it uses like stylish stroke type things to hit. I'm not positive though. We're moving on. <laughs> Is it fun when I do that and ask you questions about something that I know you don't know anything about? <laughs> Is it fun? It's great. Tell me about Wally. <laughs> Wally is obviously based on the Pixar movie that came out this weekend, and the movie itself has gotten excellent reviews. There are people that are calling it Pixar's newest masterpiece. Then that pretty much best. happens every time a Pixar movie comes out. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's cute. I mean, he's a cute little robot, and he's trying to save the world. And He's a squatty Johnny Five. Like, I, I don't understand how they can just, like, make him look exactly like Johnny Five. Just... Shorter. Who's Johnny Five? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Johnny Five is from Short Circuit. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Okay. Like, I was five when it came out. Wow. I I, I, I saw it once, like, after, like, later. When it did was you, on did you see the first one or the one where he goes to, like, New York? Oh, crap. <laughs> I saw the one where he goes to New York in the movie theater. Okay. <laughs> I was... So you probably have never seen the first Short Circuit. Maybe not. It had other robots like Johnny Five. There was Johnny One, Two, Three, and Four. <laughs> and they shot rockets at him. They tried I to kill him. Gremlins. <laughs> okay, imagine Gremlins, but Gizmo is a robot, and his right. name's Johnny Five. No, and, and no, then... I'm, I'm following. But in both sequels, they both go to New York. Right, I know. <laughs> See, yeah, there, was... there was a similarity there. Okay. So, I mean, it looks like a good, it, it actually looks like a decent game. It's supposed to be a decent platformer, which is, you know, the question with these games based on movies is, are they crap or are they decent? And this was definitely decent. It looks like they were trying to make a good game. It uses the Havoc engine. Okay. So, good physics. Um, it's got Pixar animation. The, the levels are supposed to be laid out really well. It's not, because the thing that... I mean, we can all guess, is that the majority of these movie games, they make the PlayStation 2 game, and then they port it everywhere else. This game was made for the 360 and the PlayStation 3, and then they downgraded it for the PlayStation 2. Okay. Which, in my mind, makes it deserving of a, a shot. I mean, thinking about playing it. I'm not familiar with the developer, Heavy Iron Studios, but I, I'm not sure what they've done before. there are several good things. I mean, the Havoc Engine... De not developing for the PS2. I mean, those are all things that you do if you want your game to be taken seriously. Yes. <laughs> Which, you know, seems like a... Okay, I I'm looking at what Heavy Iron did before. They, uh... Evil Dead, that's one of your favorite. <laughs> they did Evil Dead, Hail to the King, which, uh, it, it's... You that's... really did enjoy that game. I, well, I like, I like that game because it's Evil Dead. Right. It's, it's not a great game. Uh, they did a Scooby-Doo Night of 100 Frights, that which was wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, they did, uh, oh, they did the Incredibles games. So they, it looks like they're doing all of the Pixar Didn't movies. did you buy the Incredibles games? And we argued about that? No, no, no I've never played a... the Incredibles. Uh... They did do the SpongeBob SquarePants movie game. We played that. Ratatouille. We played. We played the SpongeBob. I remember, that. remember. So I mean, it's that. That looks like it'd be a decent game then. If you have kids, I would definitely. This would be a good game to pick up because it looks good. The movies looks good. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with this game. Best Buy is offering a free movie ticket with your purchase of it. So if you know you're going to be taking your kids, you might as well buy the game and at least get a free movie ticket. And that's worth twelve bucks, right? Yeah, ten dollars, I think. Uh, for the Wii. Moving on to the Wii. Uh, we have Big Beach Sports. I believe that was one of yours. 
Yes, yes, it was. Um, the, apparently, the big beach sports that we all want to play on the Wii are bocce ball. I can see soccer. that working. Uh, do you strap it to your foot? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't see soccer. <laughs> oh dear lord! Why have they not come out with something that goes on your foot? Uh, or that like you could let's say I, you're wearing I will shoes. T- and it's a little clip sensor that you clip onto your shoe, like the tongue of your shoe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they, they could use it for a Wii Fit then, too. I will talk to Nyko. Yeah. Okay, See. get right on it. Uh, volleyball, frisbee golf, and cricket. I saw people playing cricket at the park yesterday. Really? Yeah. Cricket's huh. the one with the big wide board that yeah, looks like a paddle. Yep. That's yeah, it. they were playing it on the baseball field. When oh, interesting. Basketball. Um. It's similar to Wii Sports set on the beach. What if you was... like a lot of multiplayer games, this one's probably... Okay. I mean, it's it's mainly multiplayer. It doesn't look anything all that fantastic. 30 bucks. Uh, I'm sure it's sure it's wonderful. Uh, Circuit City is offering it for 27 Okay. Uh, another game I have, Kokuto Kart Racer. I am honestly surprised we're seeing retail releases of these games. I thought they had moved over to WiiWare. Because then we came out with Coco, Coconut, Coco, 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 They came out with uh, Coconut Fishing Master last show, two weeks ago, remember? Yeah. We talked about it. That was a WiiWare. Yeah. Which was formerly a PS2 game. This is uh, another port, I believe. PS2 game, right? Yep. And you're racing. Cart racing. Yep. Mm-hmm. For twenty Mediocre. bucks. For twenty bucks. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Myth Makers Trixie and Toyland, which I um, previewed. It's a twenty dollar Wii game. Uh, wasn't really familiar with the Myth Maker series, but apparently <laughs> you previewed games from them before. <laughs> uh huh. And they're so memorable that I wasn't really familiar with games in the Myth Makers franchise. Uh, she's a giant cross-eyed girl that beats things up with a giant rattle. She's in Toyland. That sounds wonderful. Um, uh, the average reviews were two to three out of ten. That, average. That that sounds great. Uh, I I will put that in my cart right next to Mythmakers as soon as this uh or right next to Kokoto Cart Racer right after the show's over. No, no. <laughs> No. All right. The next fabulous Wii game is Per Pals. Didn't this come out already for the DS? It came out a long time ago for the DS. Uh, it is very similar to Nintendogs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's straight up Nintendogs with cats. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have more activities than you do in Nintendogs. Uh, really? I, I think you can do less with a cat than you could with a puppy. Well, puppies can't sing karaoke, can they? <laughs> Oh, I did not realize that our cats can sing karaoke. Definitely. Cats can sing karaoke. Um, they they can also, you can use the Wiimote as a laser pointer and drive your cats nuts. That's uh, mean. You should never do that with a dog. Do you know why? Uh, I think you're going to tell me. There's been research that says that dogs are not able to understand how to deal with the little thing going away. Like when the light goes away. And that some dogs will actually drive them insane by having the light and then making it go away. They still obsess over where it is. Okay. But it's all right with virtual cats to do that? Uh, uh, virtual cats, I'm, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. 
Well, you can play uh, you can play like a like a fishing uh, line type game. So kind of like Mouse on a Stick, which one of our cats loves. Um, yeah, Mouse on a Stick is good. Yeah, you can I don't dress know. Them I up. heard that somewhere. Maybe it's an old wives' tale. I don't know. What about the dogs? Yeah, I, I believe it. It doesn't seem like a very nice I'm thing sure to do. I'm sure somebody told me that at school, which would probably make it a little more credible, but yeah. you never know. Yeah, well, that's all I have to say about Per Pals. Huh. It's $30. Cat singing karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's there. Okay, the Wii version um, is how much? It's $30. $30, that's right. You just said that. I did. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. All Moving right. on. What do Rock we got? Band came out for the Wii. About or time. The, yeah. yeah. I, I'm getting confused with the rock band for the Wii and then the rock band on tour. Guitar Hero on tour. See, I'm already confused. <laughs> it, is, it is getting very confusing. This week, it's like how many cash-ins on musical instruments can there be? I, I want to say this phenomenon is starting to wear down, but then I see those people buying Guitar Hero and I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. I'm out of touch on that. Well, Rock Band came for the Wii, and the biggest thing is that the peripherals are white. Is that what you found out? Because <laughs> that's really all I've noticed. Yeah, it, it uh, of course, can't do the downloadable content um, because there's no storage on the Wii. But it comes with, like, five extra songs that were downloadable content. So no Weezer? No good Weezer? Well, no. they're coming out with track packs that you can so buy you individual buy discs, them. which would mean that you're going to be swapping the discs in and out. Yeah. So it... It's set up like the PS2 version, too, where it doesn't random, like randomize, it doesn't do the random sets when oh. you're going through the story mode. I didn't know it that has the PS2 fixed... version didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, the PS2 version doesn't do that, and now the Wii version doesn't do that. So it's a little bit different game. Well, on to the DS, uh, 1 versus 100, which was a... This was a game show. It, yeah, well, it maybe still is. It just kind of went off the air in February. Nobody knows if it's coming back or not. Nobody cares, I don't and think. There's, <laughs> there's internet rumors that it's not co- that it is coming back, but that Bob Saget is leaving as host. <gasps> Scandal. I don't know. I, uh, it's multiple choice questions, and you start out, and you get you have a multiple choice question, and you have to get it right, and then you eliminate the people out of a hundred that got, got it wrong. wrong. Right. So the idea is to try and be the smartest person in the room, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. Is uh, you're just slowly eliminating people. So it's trivia. It's a trivia game. Yeah. But it also has some like mini games where you're like playing poker style. The, the, does the game where... have Bob Saget? Yeah, he's on the cover. Well, if you're a big Bob Saget fan, this might be your only chance. Because I don't think they're going to make America's Funniest Home Video the game. Not with him as the host. It's past that time. Uh, Full House. The game. There might have been a Full House game at some point. I, I don't know though, but I would I would guess it probably would have starred uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. But I I don't have one or immediately sticking in my in my head. But, uh, I would have probably owned it. I would guess. Yeah, I think I would have owned it at some point too. I'm gonna go with no. There's not one. Yeah. But we can look that up. Uh, American Girl, Kit Mystery Challenge. Kit is the, the newest American Girl played by uh, Abigail Breslin. Who's that? Came out. Um, There's a movie for these? Yeah, it's based on a... Yeah, I thought these were based after like Hallmark dolls or something. The American Girl series. I Hallmark has the rights to the American Girls. But 
it started off as books. Okay. When I was little. Really? That's that old? Five. Yeah, I have the books. Wow. I have the original five. I did not know that you were going to bring... a girl. I did not know you were going to bring this kind of knowledge to this. But they're, but they're originally, they were all set, like, old. Like, one was a pilgrim from 1700s, and one was, like, 1800s, one was, like, early 1900s during the Depression. So they were old history. Now there's, like, you know, high am from the 70s aren't, you know, isn't this cute, which is depressing. But anyway. They find a way. Exactly. So they were all about what they, their friends and how their life was. Kind of like Little House on the Prairie, but... Each of these girls was in a different time period. I got you. It's the whole girl power thing. Right. And I I mean, there were about five, but then they cashed in with dolls. And I never had the dolls because the dolls were like $100. Whoa. I mean, they're big. Did they transform or something? No, they came with all their different sets of clothing that they wore in each one of the books. Okay. So they were like giant china dolls with... That you could combine five of them and make... No! No! Come on, focus. I'm telling you here. You could buy these, the clothing that went on them. They were, I don't know, I never had one because they were too expensive. That's sad. It is. And then you could get accessories. Like they came with, you could buy a trunk to keep all their clothes in. And they came with little chairs that you could sit them in. And the whole big houses. I mean, the dolls were like probably a foot and a half. So you can imagine how big the furniture was. These were for little girls who had rooms the size of like... Our first house, I think. Well, say this little girl just had room for a DS and a game. What would that be about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm getting back. Uh, Kit. Kit is an American girl I don't know anything about. Uh, but she's living in Cincinnati during the Great Depression. Cincinnati? Yes. And she, the whole point <laughs> That's of where movie, we live. I know. You don't, okay, so what was Abigail Breslin in that you would know? She's the little common pot, the little cute little child star that's in everything. Was she in Little Miss Sunshine? Yes. That's, that's her. her. Okay. I know who she is. <laughs> okay, yes. That's Abigail Breslin. It's a cute one. Okay. Um, she plays Kit, and Kit, obviously it's a Great Depression. She's just trying to keep herself entertained. So she goes to a Reds game. No. She wants to earn money by writing for this fake newspaper that's in Cincinnati at the time. It's not the... Inquirer? No, it's fake. It's like the something dispatch or whatever. Um, and so she, it gets told that number one, she's a kid and number two, she needs to have something to write about. So she starts trying to figure out this mystery. She sees something that seems suspicious. And so it's all about her unraveling the mystery and it's a point and click game. Cause I just realized that we've been talking about this for 10 minutes. <laughs> this is a point and click mystery adventure. <laughs> American <laughs> girl kit quest. mystery challenge, everybody. The side quests. <laughs> That you can earn money and buy things, buy clothes for her to wear. And we have AMF bowling pin busters. <laughs> I, I, I am excited that that game took place in Cincinnati. Funny. And we'll try to get you a doll. <laughs> I always wanted Samantha, the one with the long brown hair. All right, I'll, I'll write that down. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> AMF bowling pin busters is coming out for the DS. It, There was a Wii version of it uh, several months ago. Okay. And it's a zany bowling game where you get to pick all these uh, weird locales like outer space and uh, disco. And it's got like a point and click interface, like a triple click interface. I don't know. It's a budget bowling game. 
Okay. Um, price? $20. Oh, it's $20. Yeah. Cake Mania 2. Oh, I played the demo of this. You did? On the DS. And it's addictive. I really want to make more cakes. Because <laughs> I, I played... You've got a kitchen. I played the level... <laughs> <laughs> No groceries, first of all. <laughs> so you played the level. I played the level, the demo level, mm-hmm. four times. What What do you do? It's like Diner Dash. Okay. People come in, they order cakes. You got to make the cakes and pick up the money and wrap the cakes in the box, and I'll do it. It's I don't. I guess they're kind of strategy games, but they're they're simulation kind of things. That one's a pretty simplified. I mean, it's really not hard. It's very simplified. Um, which is probably why it's addicting. Yeah, I think it's like a casual flash game. Twenty dollars, I'd probably buy it at ten. It it is a flash game. Okay, that's the problem. I mean, you could probably find something similar to it for free on your on the internet. I'm sure you can find exactly that for free on the internet. Um, Legally, yeah. Uh, Ducati Moto. Uh, that is a motorcycle racing game for the DS, and uh, you can race around on motorcycles. Sweet. Yes. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics A2, Grim- Grimoire of the Rift. Another in the Final Fantasy Tactics series. Um, they added some new uh, character jobs. Um, they, they added stylus control. All the action takes place on like the bottom screen. Okay. So that's where you can uh, point your people where you want them to go and select the different uh, attacks and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top screen just shows you... Uh, what the order of characters is going to be, like whose turn it is and who's next and who's after that, that type of thing. So it's a it's a turn based strategy game. Okay. Um, much like the past Final Fantasy Tactics. So if you like the past ones, you're gonna like this one. Uh, features like hundreds of hours of gameplay. So uh, you're gonna be at it for a while. Okay. Gourmet Chef. It's oh, I forgot I did this this preview. It's French cooking, and it's a simulation where you try and, like, keep your customers happy, and you have food critics to deal with, and you learn new recipes that it tells you you can download, or you can create your own recipes and then print them out later. Hmm. It's supposed to teach us how to cook, but... Now, this is this is by the same people who put out My Weight Coach last week, or... Mm-hmm. or, or right? That's yeah. That was last week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Here, if you want to get really, really skinny, buy my weight coach. If you want to get really, really fat, learn how to make cheesecake. Woo! <laughs> Maybe you're supposed to buy both and balance it out. Where is the my healthy eating coach? How about that? Maybe that's part of my weight coach. It is. Okay. It is. All right. Uh, but then when you give up on my weight coach and you say, screw this, you got, they'll still sell games with gourmet chef. Yeah. That's that's going to be their long-term goal right there. I mean, you're going to buy my weight loss coach and it's just going to sit in the corner. <laughs> so, um, Guitar Hero on tour. The third music game. Yes. Not counting per pals. You know, you you spoiled it. My weight loss coach is this week. Well, yeah, it's last I'm saying. week. But yeah. we got to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to. Okay. They got that to look forward to. Yeah, it's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> uh, Guitar Hero on tour is the newest Guitar Hero for the DS, or the newest Guitar Hero, which is for the DS. And it comes with the little the buttons that you plug into the GBA slot, 
Mm -hmm. and you hold it this turned. Yeah, like an accordion. Right. <laughs> and you, there's five buttons on roll this. Roll out the barrels. <laughs> yeah, you roll out the barrels. People are saying it's kind of awkward. I would think it is. It doesn't really suit a DS very well. Like, I understand that they want to get this out there, and there's a lot of DSs, and there's a lot of people that see the Guitar Hero name. Yeah. But. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I haven't tried it. It definitely would be awkward for me just because holding the DS in by itself is awkward for me. But you hold it vertically, and it comes with the guitar grip that sticks into the GBA slot. And gameplay is the same as what you would expect. You whammy using a squiggly line, and you strum up and down using strokes of the stylus up or down. Right. Um, the songs are more mainstream. The song list is pretty weak when I saw it. Weak, or some might call it more mainstream. <laughs> given the audience that they're trying to draw into the Guitar Hero game. Okay. Um, I would still rather play it on console, but, you know. Yeah, it almost makes more sense if they'd have gone with, like, a Guitar Hero Disney or something. Like, where it had, like, a lot of Hannah Montana, or maybe they couldn't get those licensing issues together but i've done that too while you're at e3 okay <laughs> moving on journey to the center of the earth the upcoming brendan fraser movie tie-in i saw a preview for that today how did it look i haven't seen anything for it i'm guessing bad um it's i think the age that it's targeted for is younger than is. who would read journey to the center of the earth i mean well, yeah. that's on hg wells right it's jules verne that's right yeah um yeah i've read the book it did not have... How old were you when you read the book? Uh, I was in college, I think. But, I mean, it, you could re read it younger than that, but I think that's what I read. I mean, it, it looks like middle school targeted. Yeah, it could, it could work all right there. Uh, the movie adds in a female character, which instead of, uh, like, the guide, it's... In the book, it's a professor, his son, and they, they go to Iceland or somewhere like that. See, I didn't see any girls like in the preview. Uh, she's on the cover of the, the game, and she is the guide. Um, but she's also, like, his girlfriend or something. <laughs> oh. So they've, like, totally convoluted the storyline here. And I don't even think he's – he might not even be a professor anymore. Um, okay. But in the first game, it was just, like, a guy, like a guy who lived in Iceland. In the first game? The first movie. Or okay. first book. Sorry. Uh, okay. But the game is – it's what you'd expect from a movie tie-in game. It's uh, it's all controlled with the stylus okay. for the most part. And you are helping Brendan Fraser and the other two characters get out of dangerous situations, like getting away from dinosaurs and navigating through underground rivers. The movie looked okay, just not anything I'm going to pay to go see at the theater. Uh, that's a Brendan Which Fraser is, movie. Yeah, pretty much all <laughs> Brendan Fraser. It's going to be um, gung-ho. <laughs> Mazes of Fate, last week. This is another of the graffiti entertainment RPGs. Uh, two weeks ago, you talked about one of them that I've completely forgotten what the name of it was now. Don't ask me. It was two uh, weeks ago. Okay. It'll come to me here in a second. Uh, but Mazes of Fate is another Game Boy Advance um, RPG that they're bringing over to the DS now. It's a first-person RPG where you are... Kind of like Etrian Odyssey, where you're going through dungeons. Um, you have three characters with you, and the graphics aren't so hot. But 
if you like old um, RPGs. It's it's a real time battle system with menus, so you got to be really fast at at clicking through menus. But uh, which I'm not. That's what it is. Wow, we're uh, we're we're only halfway through all these games. There's a lot of games. It's, it's a big show. Big show. Big show. Okay. Uh, hopefully people aren't going, where's all the good games? Because there's still a little bit more things like Midnight Play Pack. Well, you skipped uh, one there. Oh. Two, actually. We got Mega Man Star Force 2, Zerker X Ninja, and Zerker X Saurian. And these are another of the Mega Man RPG Lite games where you do a lot of card battling. Okay. Uh, and this is where the uh, the wood superpower comes from. <laughs> the mm. the uh, the ninja version. Those are the three versions. There you can you can be a zerker who uh, is a thing that uses thunder. I'm not quite sure what a zerker is. Uh, there's ninjas who have the power of wood, mm-hmm. and then there's saurians who uh, are like fire breathing dinosaurs. That sounds way better. Yeah. I'm going to be the dinosaur. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be none of them. Oh. But uh, if you are the ones that are buying these Mega Man games... Get the Saurian game. You can combine the the two of them and, like, combine powers and do all kinds of big merging of ideas. You can have <laughs> wood dinosaurs. So you just said, really... Uh, probably not. Okay. But neither is that title of that game. Right, can we talk about Midnight Play Pack? Because speaking of titles of games, what does that mean? You give me a game called Midnight Play Pack. Uh. That sounds like... Game Party? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. It's like the most... Ugh, what, what is it? Um. You don't even know what it is. <laughs> No, I do. I just don't know how to describe it. Because there are no better words than the ones in the actual game description, which is immerse yourself in lively and bold nightlife environments to play your favorite activities. If I read this in a certain way, I sound like one of those late night ads on on Cartoon Network for the meeting people via the phone. Yes. You're not going to be lonely, or you don't have to be lonely. (laughs) Farmersonly.com. No. (laughs) Not that one? Not that one. Um, It's a game compilation, which it eventually tells you that it's a compilation of pool, bowling, poker, solitaire, and block breaker. But then it also gives you descriptives like, experience beautiful 3D graphics and intuitive controls for immediate gaming pleasure. What does that mean? That 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 sounds bad. That sounds like something I might have to look into. <laughs> that sounds like I don't want to know. <laughs> it's a mobile phone game originally, I think, because the developer is something mobile, which I can only guess is a mobile phone game. But uh, it is also how much? Hold on, I can tell you. Twenty nine ninety nine, which Whoa. is entirely too much for this game. I I was expecting twenty dollars. Unless I don't know. Black Sigil was that other uh, DS game by Graffiti, that other RPG that we talked about two weeks ago. Oh, I think that was one that sounded good. Yeah, I don't think it came out, though. I think uh, it got pushed back. Okay, well, the other one that we already kind of alluded to is My Weight Loss Coach, which came out last week. Uh, It's a 
game that Ubisoft developed to, it's more like a life coach. It's not a game per se, it's software that each day you log your activities, it comes with a pedometer that you put in your pocket that then you plug into the GBA slot and it it really? logs how many steps you've taken. And it gives you goals, how to increase your steps, how to eat healthier. It's just kind of like a positive thinking, you can do it sort of software. That would be really cool if it was fun. Well, the thing that I don't like is that the pedometer is obviously the size of the GB. I mean, it's big. Okay. So it's going to be It'd noticeable be your if you're, you're walking around with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's going to be noticeable. So... That was the big thing that I didn't like about it. Um, It's similar to something that I'd want to put on my Mac, like maybe as a widget. It seems like a giant widget. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm sure they'll sell a decent amount of $40. They're trying to ride on the Wii Fit tails right there. Yeah, with that pedometer. I mean, that is an interesting piece of hardware that it's a pedometer that your DS can recognize with the software. I can I see just where they like. For $40. Let's say I bought it. Where would I like when I go to work? Oh no, I this, don't have a lab coat to stick it in my pocket. Yeah, this this isn't something that is for us. But I want it to be. I think it'd be fun. Maybe. Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Well, what I'm not really sure also is going to be fun is Shining Stars Super Starcade. That is one that I previewed. It is. Do you know what Shining Stars are? No. Well, I found out. Okay. You Shining Stars, me? you know what Webkins are? Yes. Shining Stars are the competitor to Webkins. So they have that whole stuffed animal go and online. Online world. World. But these are affiliated with like the National Star Registry. So you get to name a star along with having an online presence in stuffed animal. So you got all kinds of oh. interactivity going on there. Uh, the game is basically a carnival mini game collection with uh, these little stuffed animals. And if nothing else, you need to check out the box art because it is fabulous. It needs to be beholden, you have it up there, beheld, right? something to. Do you have it be on your computer? Oh, it, it'll be uh, it'll be in the post. Yeah, I, I'm talking to everybody in general, but uh, I'll show it to you after the show. I don't have it up up on this post. Well, it would have been better to get my reaction now. Here, 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 live here we go. It's it's loading. On it's loading. camera. That's that's my that's weight my loss. Weight coach. Coach. <laughs> that's my weight loss. I saw that that's one. That's the wrong one. I didn't realize the pedometer was yellow. Uh, let's try this one. Let's see if I got this one. There we go. There it is. That that's, looks nice. Yeah. There's a tiger. Yeah. And there's a lion. It kind of looks like the. Uh, there was a pets game. Yeah, it's, it's something. It It's something. Okay, moving on. Uh, that game is $20, which seems appropriately priced for what it is. I uh, got to preview Soul Bubbles, which is a $30 game for the DS that is a really creative new uh, puzzle game. It's similar in some aspects of uh, Loco Roco. That's the one where you roll, right? Yeah, and really. And you split them up. Yeah. Yeah. So the deal is that you have all these animal souls that need to be to be guided through to the afterworld in order to get them. You're a shaman who puts bubbles around them okay. and then blows them through these mazes. You don't have to blow into the microphone. Okay. That was my first 
thing is yeah. that's going to get old fast. No, use the stylus to move the bubbles up and around and through the level. And you can sometimes split the bubbles to go through two places to get through, like, secret stuff. Or you can make the bubbles bigger or smaller or... Huh. It, that that doesn't sound bad. Com- you're going to like it. It's a game that you, you need to look at. Uh, because you like those puzzle type games and it's supposed to be really well done the graphics are good it's highly addictive and it has a good design which i think are all good things i will definitely uh look into that some yeah, more. yeah you should look into this one uh it actually looks good trauma center under the knife 2 by alice seems like a couple of good games in a row uh <laughs> this is of course another trauma center game the second one on the ds um other than a new plot, which still stars uh, Derek Stiles, mm-hmm. the main character, um, it's the same game as the first one. They haven't they haven't introduced any new procedures or instruments or well, tools or anything. Uh, they've just moved the setting to Africa. That's boring. That seems. It 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 doesn't exactly excite not, me as much as it would. It's more of the same. Yes. So that's our last DS game, which means we're finally on to the PlayStation 3. Uh, Overlord, Raising Hell, from last week. $59.99. The price point seems a little bit high since the 360 version of it is $20 now. Yeah, it's been out for For a little bit over a year, probably. It came about this time last year, I think. Yeah, we were getting ready to move. Yeah. Um, I liked this game a lot on the 360. I I didn't end up finishing it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's your... Pikmin style game where you just uh, you have all these little minions and your character tells them where to go and there's different kinds depending mm-hmm. on their co- colors they had different attributes. They did fix some stuff with the PS3 version, some very okay. important stuff. They added a mini map, okay. so you can tell where you are going. Okay. And uh, yeah, I remember you complaining about getting lost and having to go walk all the way back through a level. Yeah, the 360 version had no map whatsoever. And while this one still doesn't have, like, a overall map, it does have a mini-map. Okay. So you at least have some sense of direction. Um, they also added all of the downloadable content for the 360 is included with the game. Um, and I think they, they've just touched up some, some graphics and general stuff like that. Well, Fry's has it for $55, which seems like a decent buy if you didn't play the 360 version. It's a fun game. Uh, the PSP, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Heroes 2, The Phantom Fortress. Yes, the game that uh did the show in that, that, yeah, that caused a two week delay or a week delay or whatever. Not really, but uh yeah, we don't like previewing these too much. Um so this is pretty much like Trauma Center. They really haven't changed anything since the previous yeah. Ultimate so Ninja it's like Heroes. Trauma 2. Center in that it's the same as the first, not that you're cutting on people. Yeah. Because <laughs> no. oh my gosh, that's totally not what I thought Naruto was. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It's in the same as that it's the exact okay, I same as the first game. It. Okay. Uh, I that would have been more interesting to me. Um, <laughs> you take on wouldn't four it, characters and you take them through fighting battles. Be trauma center in that they brought you all like the bad guys that you'd beat up in other games. Wouldn't that and you had fun? to fix them. Yeah. That could work. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be all right. Yeah, if it was all of the Capcom or no, it's Atlas. All the Atlas characters. Yeah, that, that you had defeated. Defeated. That's an interesting twist. I didn't figure out what's wrong with them. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm just trying to make these games better. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, Were there any deals on Naruto? Fries. Fries is offering Naruto for $35. And sorry, Naruto fans, I I just can't 
put any more effort into that. Maybe the Naruto fans will volunteer to be Naruto slash Dra- Dragon, Ball Dragon Ball Z. Z. Uh, there's another one in there too. Avatar is is the is the <laughs> no I, trifecta. I could, I could I played the Avatar game. Remember oh, yeah. five glorious minutes to yes. get my achievements. Uh, okay, so, so moving on to the 360. Right, uh, a lot of strategy games this week or last week on the 360. Uh, there was Command and Conquer Three: Kane's Wrath, which has been out for the PC for a while. Um, this is a standalone game, so you don't need the first Command and Conquer Three to play it on the 360. And it's coming out at only $40. Um, they have switched up a lot of how the game controls to try to make it better than the first game. Okay. But I don't know. I, I don't know exactly who, what kind of market there is for these real-time strategy games on the consoles. They just don't control as well as people who have played them in the past. Um, but it's out there. $40. Uh, also out is Gears of War Refresh. Wait, Talk about the cane bobblehead. Oh yes, EB GameStop is offering a cane bobblehead if you buy it you from the website. Still have it? Their website still has them available. I think they still have them available from Tiberian Wars, the the first Command and Conquer three. So they're they're surplus. <laughs> they're hot commodities. Surplus. Find them at your local big lots soon. Okay, uh, Gears of War refresh. Yeah, this what is this? this is the original Gears of War with all of the downloadable content packaged right. on a second disc. So that is $40. Um, not really anything new to say about that. It does come with some Gears of War 2 and Gears of War themes and gamer picks, if that does anything for you. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't tell by that that reaction. Maybe you could get some cricket chirping sounds and insert it in there. <laughs> I think that would be a good spot for that. Okay. Uh, Operation Darkness, which came out last week. Yeah, we talked about this the last show. Uh, this is the World War II turn-based strategy game featuring werewolves and vampires mm-hmm. um, put out by Atlas. Uh, got horrible reviews, but uh, I kind of enjoyed the demo. But I think I talked about it enough last week. We don't need to go yeah, into I mean, detail it, it this week. Yeah, bad, bad reviews. Yeah, I still want to try it. Yeah. Uh, Supreme Commander. Another real-time strategy game uh, that was popular on the PCs and it's coming over to the 360. Uh, this one was pretty ambitious in that you could zoom all the way out on the map and zoom all the way back into like individual units uh, really quickly. And I don't know how well they mapped all those controls to the 360 because it was pretty intense on the PC from what I hear. Got it. Uh, Fry's is offering Supreme Commander for $55, just in case anybody wants to purchase it. Uh, the, for the PC, we've got a couple different uh, games coming out. The Treehouse Gamer was nice enough to write up some previews for us. Uh, this week, just one this week? No, there's there's four games this week. Well, but four, one, one was this week and three were last week. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm surprised. Uh, American McGee's Grimm. Yeah, uh, this is the same guy who did Alice, and this seems like the similar type of style where he is taking on uh, the Grimm Brothers fairy tales, and he, he does it kind of a uh, macabre style, uh, grim sort of humor. Treehouse Gamers previews are very good, and they fit into the style of. Yeah, yeah, he's, he does a good job. I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have to cover him either. Uh, that's about it for what I had to say there. It's available on GameTap. Okay. 
SimCity Society's Destinations. That is an add-on to SimCity Societies. That makes sense. The SimCity Box. That is a lot of SimCity Societies with destinations and other SimCity products. It's also $35 on fries, which is a deal. Okay. Because uh, it normally would be 40 uh, The Sims 2 IKEA home stuff, really? Really. We just got an IKEA. We did, yes. And now there's The Sims just got an IKEA. Maybe The Sims are from Cincinnati. Maybe they are. I think that's what that means. <sighs> uh, yeah, if you want Where's some... Where's uh... The Sims Pottery Barn? Because then I'd be sold. <laughs> uh, I... Sure, it's on its way. Okay. You can get all the moderately priced, trendy furniture you need. From Ikea? Yes. Pottery barns. Accessories. Accessories and furniture. Expensive furniture. More expensive than what they are worth. Yes. Yeah. Um, Enough about Pottery Barn, though. Let's go to on the DL. $15 for Ikea. Sorry. Yeah, at Best Buy. Yeah. On the DL, uh, Gyrostar came out last week. Uh, that is apparently a fairly terrible version of a Tempest-type clone, mm-hmm. uh, where up to four people can play, but it's supposed to get boring pretty fast. I checked out the video today for Magnetica Twist, which came out on WiiWare, and it's Zuma. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple differences. One, you can play multiplayer. Two, you can do a lob shot to you shoot your ball over the chain that's closest to you and into a bunch of okay the, the more distant yeah the more chains. distant balls uh, but it's you know you're shooting colored balls at other colored balls to make them all disappear very well and it does it incorporates your me as well yeah which i am sick of <laughs> because let me just tell you i'm going to go off on a little tangent here because the show is clearly not long enough okay go for it um by incorporating the Miis, it's like a free pass to not having to do any sort of graphics. This game looks like crap. It does. I agree. It doesn't look... So it's like, eh, instead of designing some sort of clever theme and, and coming up with some sort of cute animations and having it bright and, you know, having to color it and stuff, mm-hmm. we'll just throw the Miis in there, and then the rest of it can be plain and ugly, but because it, it has the Miis, people are going to want to buy it. I, I'll agree with the video. It it wasn't very pretty. It didn't it have like any kind of reflections on the balls or anything. A or, plain screen. Yeah. With the me in some sort of a weird, like, little rocket thing. Yeah, it looks like one of those balls. things that you ride outside of the grocery stores. Yes. The yes it does. Machines. I was thinking <laughs> it looked like one of the things that you ride at the park that are on the giant spring that go back. Oh, yeah, that that works too. Same sort of thing. Yeah, like the little rocking horse on the spring. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Those so, are fun. The Miis are not meant as being in substitute for doing your job as a game developer. <laughs> like, come on, people. Yeah. $10 for this is a tough sell. I mean, it's like. Get it multiple places for free. Well, they're taking a game that, number one, has already been created. The gameplay existed. They didn't come up with the gameplay. They didn't come up with the Zuma concept. No, they've already made this for DS, too. They imported the Miis. What else is there? Sitting back and watching your $10 roll in. (laughs) Just makes me my... Sorry, that's my... Okay. So that was an appropriately placed 
rant. Okay. On to the virtual console, we have Alex Kidd in Miracle World that came out last week. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a early Sega Master Systems platformer. Okay. Uh, pretty good. Uh, it's it's a lot. It combines uh, Mario, but has a little bit more action to it. I guess there's a little bit more variety. Um, you can instead of hopping on enemies' heads, you you punch them. That's cool. And you can get vehicles like there's you can get ride a motorcycle. Um, and all of the boss battles take place by having rock paper scissors battles. Um, which I like that. Which is well, you like it when you win. Right. If you don't win, you feel cheated. Oh. So it has nothing to do with skill or... No, it's just rock, paper, scissors. It's a fun uh, game, though. $5. A burning Fight for $9 on the Wii Virtual Console? That is a side-scrolling brawler that is also available on the SNK Arcade Classics uh, Volume 1 collection. So it's probably better to buy it on that. Much better. Uh, $9 is not a deal. No. But it's because it's a Neo Geo game. Right. Fatal Fury 2 for the Wii Virtual Console. Also That's, $9. Yeah, another Neo Geo game there. Uh, that one is available on the Fatal Fury uh, Battle Archives collection. So, again, cheaper ways to buy these games. Yes. Uh, Happy Tree Friends False Alarm. $10 on Xbox Live Arcade. It is a new game, original game. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's... The Happy Tree Friends, and you're trying to, it's in, it's very much like Lemmings. You're trying to guide them through this world by altering the environment to keep them from killing themselves. Yes. Uh, I played the demo. It was, it was okay, but it didn't make me want to buy the full game. Um, the whole hook is that you get to unlock like a full episode of Happy Tree Friends. Okay. Like every level you beat opens up a cutscene. Oh, And then that's they fun. all fit together. Um, which I, I like the Happy Tree Friends okay. I watch their, their podcast on my iPod when I get bored. But, uh, the gameplay, it just it was kind of slow and, I don't know, it just wasn't very exciting to me. But you're right, it's a lot like Lemmings. So the other game that you recently downloaded that was kind of like a, is the Penny Arcade game. But that was, that was much different. That How much was it? That one was $20. Okay. And I was just trying to think in my head, like, comparatively, what you were getting for your price. And I think $10 for Happy Tree Friends seems... You're just, you're trying to compare those since they're both, like, internet... Exactly. Uh, ...IPs. Well, yeah, because what you're saying is that, you know, it, they're kind of all these things are fan service. Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, you you might not be a hardcore fan, but you've got to look at it like you are. If you're a fan of Happy Tree Friends, you're going to like this game. And for the game... Ten dollars is a completely appropriate price for what you get. Yeah, I think I don't. I'm not interested because I'm not a big fan of Happy Tree Friends. Yeah, I think that that is a good distinguishment to make because uh, I am I am a fan of them, right? But I'm not a diehard fan of them. So right. this game comes off as lacking a little bit of production values to me. It's it seems more like a flash type of game, but I can see whether where if you were a really big fan, this would be good enough for you to playthrough. Well, and I mean, we just talked about with the whole Wii Magnetica twist, you know, that game wasn't all that great. There are a lot of games that come out on for DAS downloadable content that theoretically seem like flash-based games, and it seems mm -hmm. like $10 is about what you'd pay for a game that like that. On a home console. On right. the computer, you can play for free. 
Well, right. Uh, Soul Calibur for the Xbox Live Arcade, also $10. Yeah, coming out this week. That's a big one. Uh, I love Soul Calibur. You will be buying this. Uh, mm, no? Mm, uh, I want to. Yeah, I probably will. Because it's a high-res version of it. We had all those little Soul Calibur people that came in the figures. We had Soul Calibur figures? Yeah. The one with the wings. The Soul Calibur figure the with the boobs. wings. No, no, that's Darkstalkers. Oh, that that that's Morgan. No, big boobs is right though. You're on the money there. Well, see, all the big boobs look the same. <laughs> exactly. That's what I always think. These big boobs all look the same. <laughs> um, but this well, game. There was some way to distinguish them. Like I don't know, maybe their faces. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to Trick It to Ride. Okay, Soul Calibur. I want to see what they have done with it. On Xbox Live. Okay. I know it doesn't have any online play. But it has Darth Vader and Spawn. No, it does not have Darth Vader or Spawn. Oh. Uh, I, I think that's a positive. Also, oh, it is? I think the original Soul Calibur is superior to all the ones that have followed it. And all the ones that have followed it tend to add all these crazy characters. Oh. Well, Ticket to Ride, as I've already said, is fantastic. And that's probably what I'm going to go play immediately after wrapping up the show. That I would guarantee that's what you're going to go play after wrapping up this It's a really nerdy game to play, but I love it. I don't know why. Um, so that's our show. We've already talked about Ticket to Ride. Yeah, I, I think. We talked about a lot a good... of games. There is a craptacular amount of games. <laughs> I think that that's a pretty good definition of it, yes. There was there some, some decent stuff in there. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff that when it drops in price a little bit, you and I are going to spend some money on it. But... Um, for now, I think I'm okay just going back to playing Batman. Well, uh, you the got Ticket to Ride, yeah. Oh, for the, the two of us, yeah, we're going to play some Batman Rises Sinsu and get through that. And then uh, I guess we're going to play some Zack and Wiki. Not tonight. Not tonight, no. No, I don't want I mean, that's going to, I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> that is very true. Not a nighttime game. No, not a nighttime game. It's like a Saturday morning when you've slept in sort of game. But anyway, uh, wrapping up, we've got a contest this week. You just need to post your favorite riddle or a riddle in the separate thread. And the prize is donated by Rob Jess. And again, this week's prize is Professor Layton for the DS. So, as always, our show is sponsored by GoDaddy. You get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST CAG Foreplay, enter the code CAG, that's C-A-G, when you check out and save an additional 10% on any order. Uh, some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Dig us. I would appreciate that. Did we go past uh, 900? Oh, yes. We're, we're past 900. We're like 910 now. So Moving up. Getting close to 1,000. That's going to be... Can we celebrate that? We, we can celebrate that, yes. Oh. All night long. <laughs> uh, we love getting digs. We also love getting iTunes reviews. There was a nice review. There was a really nice review. I should have I should have pulled that up. Who who left it? Do you remember? I don't remember, no. They they did a nice job, though. Well, we know who you are. Thank <laughs> I you. know who you are, yes. <laughs> Thanks tons. Um, okay, so back to wrapping up the show. I lost my focus there for a second. Uh, as always, listen to the CADcast. 
it's a Friday a installment. It was. A Friday installment. Uh, hopefully soon Wombat will be announcing a little new Wombat running around. That That's going to be, be happening. Day now. Yeah, it's going to be happening soon. I asked them before the show, and as of the time we, we started recording, there was no new Wombat. I told them you should have it during the show, like when they're recording like one of their action. shows. Yeah. Just like, oh, we got to go to the hospital have now. Have Mrs. Shipwright, or that's me. Yeah, you Mrs. better not Wombat. be having Mrs. <laughs> Baby Wombat. <laughs> Walk in and go, okay, it's time to go. I'm I'm just so used to saying Mrs. Shipwreck because. That's you. Yeah, and I find myself occasionally slipping and almost introducing myself as Mrs. Shipwreck at work. At work, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Cheap Ass Gamer, check us out in written form and the website. And email us with questions at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. Don't forget to enter the contest, and we will see you next week where the show will be much, much shorter. Oh, I guarantee that. And don't forget to join the CAG uh, cast uh, Facebook. That's the name of the site. Facebook group. Oh. Um, they are trying to pimp that out. So They're trying to pimp out Facebook? Yeah, well, yeah, they're trying to get their people uh, into that group so they can beat out Joystick. Oh. What does Joystick have to do with it? They are a little bit ahead of CADCast as far as uh, Facebook groups. They talked about it on on the Joystick. Yeah, they they talked about the Joystick podcast today because Chibi and Wombat talked about beating Joystick podcasts on their last episode. Oh. So. So it's all a big competition now. I joined both. Well, I'm just going to focus on trying to get our uh, thousand dicks. Yeah, we don't need to worry about the Facebook numbers. No. I, don't, I don't need to. It's out to, of our uh, league. Yeah, I don't need to uh, try to keep up appearances on Facebook. I, okay. That, I've got my account, but. Well, I'm not having Wombat's baby. We do have a contest, and the show is officially wrapping up. Done. Done. We'll see you next week. Bye.